Welcome back, everybody. Today I'm here with Lasada. Hello. And Kozo. How are Hi. You? Hello. I'm good. Today we're going to be talking about what it's like learning English. Kozo, who is originally from Japan, and you've been living here in Australia for the last five months since、yes. July, right? Yeah, yeah exactly.、Cool. And you're doing your masters in TESOL. Yes. Which is teaching English to speakers of other languages. Yes, exactly. What other languages have you learned? Have you learned French and Italian as well? Oh, yeah, that's right, and also English. Yeah. How long did you do French and Italian for? Just for two years, but like I just studied in my university, and that's it. And do you speak them on the side, like in your everyday life now? Or? No, not at all. Because it was so difficult, <laughs> I quit. So, but why did you,、uh, why did you decide to study them?、Um, because, because they were available. <laughs> yeah, it, I thought it's so interesting because, like, you know, learning the other languages are really good for like expanding knowledge about foreign cultures or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I tried it, but、yeah. it was so difficult. <laughs> oh well, we shared that same experience. <laughs> How long have you been learning English? Did you learn that in since primary school、e、or high school? I think junior high school. Junior high. Yeah. Junior high is how old? Just like twelve. Twelve. Yeah, from about like grade six or seven, like middle, middle、right. school. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're from Tokyo. Yeah. And what did you do your bachelor's? Oh、in? yeah,、uh, I studied information and communication. How did you get to TESOL from that? Oh, because when I in that um that degree, I I was studying kind of also linguistics.、Mm -hmm. Then I was so interested in that kind of language features or something. Then also I studied English. That's why like I just want to learn some kind of like English theory or techniques to teach others. And that's why I came here and to study TESOL. Yeah. So, so you want to be when you go back to、uh, Japan, if if you do, or if you stay here or something, you want to you want to become、uh, an English teacher. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. I I kind of know like how difficult it is, so I just want to support those people who struggle with studying English. So, have you always been interested in languages, or is it something you stumbled、oh, upon? Oh no, since. When I was in university, yeah, and my motivation just like speaking other languages is so cool, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> at, at school in Japan, did you learn、uh, another language other than English? Could you learn another language other than English, or it was the only option for foreign language? Until university, it's only English.、Cool. But after、yeah. that, we can choose anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So considering that, considering English is the only、um, is the only foreign language at school, do you feel it was imposed? Like English is imposed onto kids to to like. Yeah, I think so, because like we have like university entrance exam, also high school entrance exam. So we have to study English as a subject and. It's like a mandatory. Yeah, so there's there's no escape from English. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> And is it important in Japan to to know how to speak English? I don't know, but like in my case, like we don't we haven't been told communicative English. We just like translation grammar into Japanese one. Just like yeah,、uh, understand the vocabulary, grammar structure, and that's、right. it. So. It was super boring.、Actually. So it's not conversational. Exactly.、So、it's not right because I'm from Brazil, and、um, there I find that 
English is a must, even when you don't really use it.、Mm -hmm. So if you if you're applying for a job or something and you put on your CV that you speak English, it's a really good thing. And I think lots of companies, lots of、uh, enterprises, they expect people to know English, even if they're not going to use it、mm -hmm. during during their work. You know,、mm -hmm. uh, so do, is it is it a little bit like that, or is it different? I think it's kind of different. Yeah, but recently, like. The English demanding is going to increase. That's、mm -hmm. why more companies require that kind of stuff. But in Japan, like yeah, it it happened. Like same cases happen, but not as much as your case, like Brazil. Right. Right. Yeah, because I always felt like very, and that's why I said、uh, imposed because I always felt like we had no. Or the choice,、mm -hmm. or then you need to learn English. And obviously, a lot of people don't like learning languages, or、uh, they don't see like how I don't want to learn English. I want to learn Spanish because we are so close from so many、mm -hmm. other countries who speak Spanish and things like that. It's been a bit better,、um, much better now with like more Spanish being introduced into schools and stuff in Brazil.、Mm -hmm. But English is definitely still like the the main language. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you also said that. You want to help people, people who struggle because, of course,、uh, English is a hard language to learn when you have Japanese as your native language. Yeah. How was your experience learning English? Um. So, like, when I was in middle school and high school, it was like, as I said, like it's subject.、Mm. So it was so boring. Then I wasn't interested in English at all. When I in high school, I studied abroad in Australia for just two weeks or something. Then I talked to Australian people, and that that was so fun for me. Like that was a really good experience.、And、since then, I tried to like kind of study, like try to speak English. That kind of、um, inspired me to speak English. Then afterwards, like I, I went to uni and yeah, I tried to take like English conversations classes and so on. So that experience can changed me. Putting putting language into practice. Yes, that's、yeah. right. Have you had the chance to be in a classroom where English is taught here in Australia? Oh, like only English. Yeah.、Um, so, have you been able to see the differences in the way English is taught in Japan compared to how English is taught here in Australia? Actually, I don't have experience of that because I just take TESOL here and that's it. So、okay. yeah, but I think it's so different. I yeah, like I heard that in the classroom that a lot of school uses like communicative approach、mm. in the classroom, but Japan it's not like even they taught English in Japanese. So that is a big difference. And your teachers in Japan were they、um, Japanese or were they native English speakers?、Um, basically, they are Japanese. Yeah.、Uh, but like, if you go to like a language school or something, yeah, like you know, you can see a lot of native English speakers. Right, but in in school, in school would be mostly、uh, Japanese teachers yeah, that's teaching、right. English. Yeah. yeah. And also, they cannot speak English. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that middle school or、yep. that kind of the, the Japanese cannot speak English actually. You you had that impression that they were that probably they have a very basic level maybe like. Yeah, I mean they have a lot of knowledge about English,、oh, but they don't、right. have opportunity to speak English or practice、right. English. 
Did you find coming to Australia, did you have any kind of culture shock when you left Japan where you're like, yeah, I can speak English. And Mm -hmm. then when you came here, you're like, oh, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens. It happens. And also in here, like there are a lot of kinds of people. So like I can uh, experience a lot of different kinds of accents. Mm. Then I have never heard of heard that kind of accent. So, So for the first time, it's so difficult to adjust those kind of accents. The culture. Uh, yeah. Did you have some issues with that or was it, or did you navigate it? In terms navigate of English? Um, I think in terms of um, Australian culture is, um, I think more in general, like... Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know, but they hug each other, like, everyone, right? I feel like that. (laughs) Like, literally, they hug each other. I can't do it. Yeah, like, when I hang out with my Australian friends, they hug each other, right? I feel, like, so awkward. (laughs) Don't worry. Like, I'm not the first person to go up and, like, hug a friend. Hello. Sorry. (laughs) I... I think it definitely depends on the the people, but I can understand where you're coming from with that. But I'm the same. Going up to somebody to hug them is not my first (laughs) physical reaction. No. (laughs) And, well, what about the kisses in France and Italy? See, now that's too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) I would be so awkward. Like... If anybody comes up to kiss me, I'm, oh, it's always just that which which side are you doing first? Which side are you doing first? And then you get that are we awkward kissing or mouth <laughs> bit. <laughs> are you going for mouth or going for cheek? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and your experiences with native speakers um, when when you arrived, were you a little bit scared of speaking, or how did you feel? Uh, uh, did you feel some pressure about talking um, with native speakers? Yeah, I have actually because they their English is really fluent and also their accent is so difficult for me to understand. But yeah, at first it's so like yeah, I feel kind of stressed and frustrated. But now like kind of I get used to it. So and yeah. yeah, also No, of course, yeah. Yeah. But it um I always I hated I had I actually kind of developed a little bit of a panic (laughs) of talking on the phone. Uh Yeah, I knew it. (laughs) I'm a native English speaker and even I do. (laughs) No, I think now it's a very common thing. I think everyone with all the messages and and stuff, you kind of don't want to... Yeah. Yep. Why are you call you like why are you calling me? But um (laughs) but you know, especially when I was uh, kind of um handing out CVs, like trying mm-hmm. to find a job and stuff, then people call me, I would I would panic straight away. And then English went through the window. I could not say anything. I was like, this person is never going to hire me because they're going to think mm-hmm. that I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was my experience. I think um, that was yeah. probably the hardest part yeah. was when I needed to talk on the phone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Do you ever... Uh, like get self-conscious about your accent when speaking English? I don't think so because I've already kind of fixed my Japanese accent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what What work did you do with your accent? Oh, I watched some YouTube which is about phonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How to pronounce genuine alphabet. Yeah. 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 Then, yeah. Is there a lot of information out there? I that don't. is useful. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so useful, but I just studied it for just one week or two weeks and I can get that this accent, so... Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of training as well, right? Like, I always... 
I always uh, think about, you know, our vocal apparatus as the same thing as muscles and other muscles in our body. Yeah. You know, you need to exercise, you need yeah, to that's train, right. you need to... Yeah. yeah, like until we will produce automatically. Yeah. 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 No, of course, your English is very easy to understand. So well, thank you. <laughs> I'm sure you did a, a good a good job with that. <laughs> I feel like we've interrogated you. Yeah. <laughs> did you come across some mistakes your teachers might have incurred when you when when teaching English that you learned now now that you're studying TESOL yeah. that you learned to avoid or like more generally, what would you do differently? when teaching English. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have experience of teaching yet, so I'm not sure about that. But, like, um, there's a kind of difference between Japanese uh, teachers in Japan and teachers in here. Mm. Yeah. Like, they're more fr- friendly and also, like, so, yeah, they don't correct my mistakes a lot. Right. I mean, that's good for me because I... All the time, I feel easily offended. So. Right. <laughs> it's good that you know yourself. <laughs> I think uh, it's a little bit known that in the classrooms, students are not as open to ask questions as here in Australia. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Um, mm. Australian students, I think, feel a little bit more freedom to participate in classes, while in Japan it's more like, you know, your teacher gives the content, delivers the content, and you study and... Exactly, yeah. 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 Do you feel that reflected in the in the English uh, classes as well? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, in Japan, like, Japanese English teaching is really, like, teacher-centered. Yeah. So, yeah... We are very passive, but like, yeah. yeah, so like if we are separated into like a pair work or something, yeah. then it's kind of similar. Then you can, then you can chat with your peer. Yeah, and, that's and, right. Yeah. And did you have a whole lot of, um, well, do you have some experience com- uh, conversing with people, chatting with people then in, in your classes, even at school as well? Yes. You mean in Japan? Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. Um, but like I... I'm not good at talking, uh, so like, <laughs> even if I'm separated into pair or group work, I don't talk much. So right, <laughs> I uh, I definitely have experience in that when being put into groups and nobody talks <laughs> in your foreign yeah. language classes. How do you see yourself? I know you said you have uh, you haven't been into into a classroom yet, but how do you see yourself as a teacher? What are the things that you want to do? For your, for your students? Um, I think, um, like, recently, communication is really important. So I just want to give them, like, kind of, like, a casual opportunity to speak English. Like, they can, they don't feel so un- anxious. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, and they have more confidence in their English not, uh, skills. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the important thing. Right. And what what are the things you think you would do to decrease their anxiety? Um, I think so I learned here that is like yeah, being friendly is really important. Yeah. For example, like if teacher has so much authority, that's not good. Like teacher all the time control that classroom environment. I think that's not good. Yeah. That's not your style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and w- with corrections, um, 
how so you said you don't like to be corrected as much <laughs> yeah that's right you, you like to to keep going maybe like building your knowledge or your sentence and but when do you think that is good to correct or you don't think it's good to correct at all i think it's good like to casually correct that one the mistakes like yeah. like kind of recasting or something we yeah like so if you make mistake the teacher say like correct form of sentences then but not directly corrected yeah yeah i'm a bit the same when it comes to corrections well for me it definitely depends on how it's delivered the recasting is when they just repeat what you say but correctly yeah that's yeah. right that does not help me oh really whatsoever because <laughs> um i was learning russian i just completed my minor in russian i didn't hear the differences when my teachers recasted my incorrect sentences i prefer things being written down so i can see yeah see mm -hmm. them um so i don't really feel like i got too much out of that one but i do like it when because i've got an italian tutor as well i like it when she asks me to like oh can you say that again mm -hmm. or she'll say what I was said correct, and then she'll stop, and that's like a prompt for me to repeat that last little bit, either with the correct preposition or yeah. maybe... I need to come in here to defend <laughs> recasting because the, for me, the main thing about recasting is not when you are being corrected, but I am listening, mm. and that's something that I learned as a student as well. Like, When I was younger, I was just like, oh, Belle is talking. I'm not going to. It's time for me to chill now. I'm going to turn off my brain. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and now I don't do this anymore. I'm like, Belle is talking. I'm going to listen to what she says because, you know, it, it, the, the process of learning still keeps going mm. even though I'm not, I'm not the one speaking. But the teacher will correct you. And you will probably not realize or you keep going. Mm. But I will understand. I will get it. I'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, the teacher just said that. She, he corrected or she corrected that thing. And then I realize it. So I need to say I'm in favor of recasting for that reason. Maybe if you were on a one-on-one -on -one class, it would be different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with a big class, yeah. I think recasting works more for the other students who are not speaking, just listening, than to the person that is actually the one who is on the spot <laughs> yeah, fair enough I agree with that I agree I do agree with that yeah. but for personal feedback it's a no from me <laughs> I also find like um, well we've written exams mm -hmm. when we receive the corrections sometimes you don't want to see like the whole thing in red right like yep. it, 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 it's a bit sad you get that back and yeah. you have like All those red things. You I just can't look speak at Italian. Exactly. I'm speaking gibberish. <laughs> no, you, exactly. You look at that and like, I'm never going to be able to speak this language. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And so, so, um, what sort of corrections do you think that work for you? So I mean, it's good for me like to correct indirectly. Yeah, not directly. As I said, like I easily feel get offended. <laughs> right. Yeah, and like I feel like, like you know. Like, oh, I can't speak English. And maybe, you know, if I made a lot of, have a collection, I feel like, oh, probably English is, my English is terrible. I can't speak English. Yeah. And like, you know, my confidence is decreasing. It gets on your, conf yeah. On your, yeah, on your confidence. Yeah. So you've been learning 
English for a while now、mm-hmm. and you want to help other people feel comfortable with their English, what tips could you, would you give your students、um, coming from your own experience?、Mm-hmm. What advice would you have? One of the important things is to find the, the, like, the way they can enjoy studying English. I mean, like, when I, so as I said, like in the school, it was so boring.、Mm-hmm. But after that, I watched English movie dramas and so on and co- talked to others in English. That was so fun. And that can get motivated me so much, then I can continue to study English. So, yeah, yeah that's why they have to find some ways to. Enjoy that st- studying English. And what shows got you interested? <laughs> um, at first, like a friend's. Yep, yeah. yeah. That's, a <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah. And also, when I was young, I watched like a Disney Channel, like Hannah Montana or yep. something. Yep. So then I rewatched it, in, but this time in English.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was also so fun. Fair enough. I think those tips are great and I totally agree with them. I think you need to, language, you need to make it personal.、Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just going to ask、uh, what did you find difficult about French and Italian?、Um, they have like a,、uh, different kinds of sex of noun and、yep. verb or something.、Yep. I, can't, <laughs> I can't memorize it. So, <laughs> like, the sentence structure is not that different from English. Those kind of concept is new to me. Then for me, like it's too much. Then English is、so、all the time when I, after studying French or Italian, English is easier for me. Like all the time <laughs> I escape to it. So yeah, that's one of the reasons. And do you think you're going to move on to learning another language after English or? Not at all. No, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so tough to study other languages. Yeah, English is enough for me. Right, yeah. fair enough. Well, today we were here talking about learning English as a second language. And the reason why we wanted to、uh, talk to Kozo, who's studying TESOL, because during our episodes, we had a lot of people learning other languages other than、mm-hmm. English.、Mm-hmm. And we wanted to bring someone who was not a native speaker of English, who needed to learn English as a second language, to show people, you guys that are listening, natives, native speakers of English, don't be sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very hard to learn your language, but it's not a monster.、Yeah. So if we did it, you guys can do it with any other language as well. And in that way, you will. Increase your、uh, knowledge and expand your boundaries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, thank you so much for giving us your time and coming on the show to talk with us, Kozo.、Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. This podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Yagra and Turbo people. Language is a collaborative project between Kelly Shoecraft, lecturer of applied linguistics at Griffith University, hosted and produced by Isabella Schultz and Lisara Bergamaschi, edited by Hayao Pinacci.